2: So, you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're rushing to buy tickets to a concert that all your friends are going to. Picture yourself now, crowd surfing to the front, being invited onto the stage, backstage the world tour, and before you know it, you're dancing in Tokyo. Wait, what? Three tickets left? It's a good thing your saved payment details autofill quickly and securely. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone.
3: Forever
1: Dog. Hey
4: there, Forever Dog listeners. I'm Michael Wolf and I'm Colin O'Brien. And we're the hosts of America's loudest podcast,
1: Literati! Literati!
4: Sorry, sorry, Uh, we are recording in the library. Literati is a podcast about books and the idiots who write them, featuring real readings from some of your favorite authors. And some of your favorite comedians pretending to be authors. Mostly that one. Plus, we dole out tons of amazing, unsolicited writing advice because we believe everyone has at least one great novel in them. Hey, just last week, I had to get a novel surgically removed from my small intestine. I accidentally sat on my bookshelf, and now I have three good novels inside me. Very impressive. New episodes of Literati are premiering on Monday, February 4th, and every Monday after that, until we die. And that is contractual. Stick around until after the show to hear a special sneak preview of our interview with comedian Josh Sharp, reading under his pseudonym, Clint Dimples. And be sure to subscribe to Literati on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's the end of Of that that chapter.
1: (laughs)
3: Uh, we finally got a Patreon. All right. All right. Black
2: man can't jump on Patreon. Oh, yeah. We official. I feel honestly, it feels like a new step. James, mm-hmm. how do you
0: feel? I mean, <laughs> this is a wonderful
3: day. Okay.
2: Are, are, wait, are you, are you excited? Have some, why do you not have as much joy as we do?
3: What are you talking about? Uh, James, James, but people are going to be able to we can t- we can do some of the movies that you love that we always hate on. Some of the TV I, shows. I,
0: I'm so excited that I am at, I've reached enlightenment. That's what you're, that's the energy you are. All right, I hate this bit. Uh, (laughs) Jay, listen,
2: uh, for those of you uh, who don't know what Patreon is, it's um, a site that allows us podcast creators and other people to provide um, bonus content that you normally would not be able to get uh, at a low, low monthly rate. So we have a $5 a month Patreon. If you subscribe to it, we have two bonus episodes. Oh yeah! Uh, every single month that you will get, you will also uh, be able to communicate with us on Patreon, and mm-hmm. there might be little extra things that come out. If we get, here's an incentive for everybody. What you about to
3: say? If we get, come on, man, five
2: hundred subscribers come on, on that's Patreon. A that's a lot. That's a lot. We okay. will be doing three bonus episodes a month.
3: Woo. That's going to be crazy. No, we can do it. It's going to be crazy. But only I'm ready. 500 people. I'm already ready.
2: Uh, but to hey, so wet your appet- appetite for this month, the month of February, two bonus episodes. You know
3: what they get in what, what, what? That's right. What we already did them. What, what do they get? Bird Box. Wait, they get something else too. Okay. The Help. Just so y'all know. We going in,
2: baby. We going in on Bird Box. We going in on The Help. Okay, we got a little swirl happening in Bird Box. Ugh. And The Help yeah. is one of the most problematic movies of ever made. <laughs> and Gerard hates it. And you know he going to go off. But you can't hear him go off in all his glory
3: unless you subscribe to that Patreon. That was yes, a good please setup. do
2: it.
0: Uh, subscribe.
3: And- <laughs> Subscribe, and y'all, listen, you know what I'm saying? Patreon's gonna be different. We'll be able to interact with y'all. We can be able to, like, literally see the boards, see exactly what movies y'all want us to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And don't forget, don't forget.
2: And when t- new television episodes come out. Insecure? Got it. Insecure, Atlanta, plus uh, maybe Family some- Family Ties?
3: James, stop. No. You should at least say Keenan and Kel. I thought you were gonna say Keenan and Kel. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Keenan and I don't and know why
0: y'all keep saying that. I really don't get it. Okay.
3: Uh, <laughs> we're gonna do
2: some great stuff. So, please- Subscribe to Patreon, mm-hmm. um, and and you are also helping out the show. It really, yeah. it really does. We can pay,
3: we can put. Because you know, let's pay. be real,
2: Squarespace ain't paying the bills.
3: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they still? A, 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 are they <laughs> sponsoring this episode? No. no okay. <laughs> still, good, right? All right, good, 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 good. good Yeah, you know. All right, you know. Buying new tickets to these movies don't buy themselves. Y'all, still so help us out.
4: <laughs>
0: This is beautiful that so many movies are coming out and they're causing yeah. us to like push. Yeah, we keep the pushing things that, that are past movies.
2: Yeah. So we don't know. So you're listening to this right now. We don't know what time it is. Nope. You know no.
0: we don't know what day it is. We don't know what nope. day it is. We're in the we don't know. We don't, we don't. We don't know what year it is. We're in the future. No, it's 2019 right right still. But you don't 20. know. Somebody might no, be listening I do to know. this. It's 2019. You know for a fact that nobody's listening to this in 20, oh, 2020 right now. It could be 20. That's a
2: good point. You know it what could I'm be saying?
3: 2020
2: or 2030 If the world is still here. wow.
3: True. Wow. Global warming. Uh, I
2: will say I'm so happy Black Panther won Best Picture at the Oscars Yeah, you know Me too, man I was like
3: <laughs> Well, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse I mean, uh, Spider-Verse also won an oh, Oscar. Best Animated yeah, Film best animated So they, yeah, film. They, won, they won one yeah, too Yeah, yeah uh-huh, Which is uh-huh. like great Super lit yeah. You know, Regina Hall got her Oscar. Regina yeah. King, sorry, Regina, Regina, King, King, Regina King. King got her yeah. Oscar. It's yeah. weird because she then,
2: wasn't nominated and then she got it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just like really crazy that Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom like finally won, you know, not for special effects, actually, for best uh, adapted screenplay. Best adapted screenplay.
2: Why did you ruin the game? <laughs> wow. What? You ruined the whole band. You purposely ruined did it.
0: I, did I ruin it? You destroyed it. Did I... I think took he took it pr- down
2: with your bare hands. I no. think he purposely did that. No.
0: Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom best adapted for, for best screenplay. best adapted
2: screenplay. You thought that movie had <laughs> the best adapted screenplay. <laughs> in a year...
3: He purposely did that. In job. a year where you had <laughs> he Black Panther, oh, I guess, Spider-Man, yeah, it's I the, guess
0: the, the, the But they already won the, the other categories that they won, so I was just trying to figure out which one does Jurassic World fall into Beale that's Street. not special effects.
3: <laughs> wow, James, you really really hurt us with that man that we were a team wow wow okay that kind so of took that's the, the
2: reception that I get
0: for, that for took a, the energy out yeah. me just showing the love that I have for, for a film
2: yeah it's hard to, It's hard for us to do a cold opening when we don't know what's,
3: what's going, on. going yeah, on yeah what's going on in the world we have no clue can we
2: predict yeah
3: um, okay what else has happened in the world oh I mean, you know we're all out here in LA cause you know we're writing our own show. So. yeah so we're all, that's we're all true. currently writing a show right so now. Writing. We, we a have a television again. show. We have a television that's, show. That's, that's true. That's been it's going to be a, lit. Which <laughs> is crazy because we
2: all also got uh, series regulars and pilots. Yes, yeah. and we, but we were
0: able to, yeah. m- we're, we're managing yeah. all of that. Yeah. yeah,
2: we're managing all of it at the because same time. Because we can do that because yeah. black
3: men have always had to juggle so many things. And the so yeah.
2: Club got a, uh, a pilot A pilot, with pilot Yeah 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 That's so it's pretty dope. lit
3: It's been a pretty good 2019 yeah. And also
2: yeah. our Patreon started We uh, all, we have 1500
3: subscribers It's so already.
0: crazy Like yeah, thank you all gate. so much yeah. For subscribing
3: Yeah you know We we'll keep reviewing these uh, TV shows Y'all keep listening It's gonna be yeah, good. Yeah. I still got more locks of hair And yeah, other pieces yeah. of glasses yeah. You know My Hancock uh, TV
0: series um, Is also airing on YouTube right now Because of the support of Patreon Right mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I feel like sometimes we do bits. Do you purposely? <laughs> you
0: purposely so purposely. Look, the,
3: the, face, the face, that Gerard has. <laughs> you purposely.
0: He's looking at me like, that's actually mm-hmm. a real thing. I know. I if we have fifteen hundred subscribers, mm-hmm. we also have a Hancock series on YouTube.
2: Like Wyoming that's a book? that's a
0: real feeling, like a live action. That. That's a wow. yeah, yeah. Like a live. You action.
2: think we're gonna make a Hancock? Yeah, series we're gonna do you. that. We
0: are. Are you, you guys, guys are gonna do that? <laughs> I know you wanted to you do. guys Hancock are gonna make comic, a comic Hancock. book. I did. I wanted to do. I wanted to start with a comic book and then move into into just to, you know just sort of dominate because Hancock is just such you a. You think you're gonna property. get everything
3: you
2: want? Hancock is just such a valuable property. All of this is gonna come to you. Yeah, all of it's well, coming. What do you think? You a black American princess? <laughs> <laughs you so special? You think you are some sort of black American princess? Honestly. You a Honestly,
0: Honestly.
3: Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I, I want to be, <laughs> yes, be a black American princess. Yes, I do. I want to be a black American princess.
0: That was a great transition.
3: Honestly, that was very good.
2: Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. It like made me feel warm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all that confidence I got once we got that TV pie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time to start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Gage, Milligan.
3: What more can I say?
2: You know what it is. Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Black man. Black All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood, sit it. Heavy D! Uh, Heavy D! <laughs> <laughs> Heavy Ugh. D! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> out of everything? Oh, wow. Out of everything? <laughs> oh, God. That's hurt I couldn't think of anything, and
0: that, that, was, that, was, the first that was the first thing I thought of. Gosh. That felt disgusting. And I couldn't disgusting. remember anyone else that they screamed at, but I loved that bit. I thought that bit
3: was so funny. That felt disgusting. <laughs> What's
0: another one I could have said? Oh, Alfred, I could have said that. That would have been less disgusting. Uh-huh. Oh,
3: they I did got scream at heavy shivers. I got
0: shivers um well there we go yeah, we Couget,
2: ladies ladies
0: L-L-Couget. ladies they called him ladies love which was amazing well that's
2: what ls that's what's that for helpful, baby i know well, i know but oh, I, thought yeah. was, I thought it was i thought it was amazing
0: that they that, that oh, was they what ladies what love? They said. all right
2: um welcome to the podcast my name is jonathan braylock
3: i'm john milligan and my name is James.
2: Lutheran. if you didn't hear him that's okay we don't uh we don't acknowledge we, him. you don't acknowledge him that they much, they much mean, anyway uh are you
0: still, are you still saying is it more stuff that no, I'm just I'm just repeated. it.
3: Ugh. <laughs> Is it not sound nasty to you? Does it not feel weird? Uh, it doesn't feel uh,
2: nasty.
3: For those of you who don't know, we are a film review podcast. We review the
2: films of leading black actors in the context of race yes. and diversity in Hollywood, which yes. we are in right now. That's yeah, we're right. Currently in
3: Hollywood, I'm trying to do. That's right. Um,
2: <laughs> I, oh, I felt. I got. I get it now. <laughs> get so it now. now <laughs> let's just at the gate say we apologize that we do not have. A guest on this episode. Usually, we like to have uh, women guests for 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 films with uh, leading women, especially a film that's
1: black. That's American interesting, princesses. like this. It's called Black American yes.
2: Princesses. Um, uh, but uh, we just we weren't able to secure one at the time. So, just apologies, apologies, to all ladies out there. We're going to try to do our best. You yeah, know what we're I mean? very nervous. I'm I'm nervous. But, um, yeah, but you know, this is an interesting film because we are reviewing the film Baps. Um, this is a Robert Townsend. Uh, directed film Mm -hmm. yes though the screenplay was written by Troy Beyer who is a woman I believe
0: yes and in the film oh that's right she's a lawyer oh she's a a lawyer lawyer character whose lines they just kept cutting off (laughs) she was like I don't want (laughs) to (laughs) speak
2: yeah uh, there's some backstory with that Um, Halle Berry of course is uh, the lead with uh, Natalie uh, DeSalle Reed as the
3: uh, co-lead oh
2: yes Uh, so those two are the black American princesses and And the guy from
3: the horror movies Hmm? The guy from those old, those Martin old, Landau? Martin Landau. Yeah, know.
2: he was great. Wait, what horror movies is he?
3: Not in? horror movies. But he used to make those like. Um, he's been in. What did they call it? Like those like uh, thrillers.
0: He's been in a couple Tim Burton movies, and I feel like the reason for that though is this. Because like when he
3: was like back in the day, he used to make those um, art house movies like those weird. I gotta look up what you would call. Them. Let me let me look at it up right now. Okay, uh, but you can keep going. Oh I, yeah,
2: apparently he's in. Wait, no, he's uncredited in that. Like damn, he's, he has 176 credits on IMDb. Yeah, because he's that's, in some movie Martin called Lando, "Eye of maybe. the Stranger," "Silver," "No Place to Hide," "Mistress."
3: He was in North by Northwest. Yeah, uh, his cop. My oh, man. the
2: original one. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Damn, I'm sorry. I always confuse
3: him and Vincent Price. So I'm sorry. I was right, but <laughs> but, but oh, if I he see. was in he's North by
0: North, Northwest, that's a you know like a thriller.
2: Like. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, so this uh, film uh, it had ten million dollar budget. It only made seven point. 4 million dollars. So it was a, a box office failure. Okay. Um it has a 16% of Rotten Tomatoes, so it's also okay, a critical right. failure. Okay. But it is considered uh, a cult classic, a cult hit. Is it? By some people. Yeah. Uh now if you saw the movie, if you if I didn't tell you when this movie was made and you saw it, uh you'd say, "Oh, this movie was made in 1990." Sure. 1989. I would say 90, I would say 1991. early 90s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It was made in 1997. Hmm. It's a little surprising.
0: Yeah. It's a surprise because I was feeling that while watching it, and then they would make a reference.
2: I'd be like, oh, that happened already? Oh, yeah. Well, basically, <laughs> there was like a... Re- it's like... I, there was like... The reference like LL Cool J being there. I was like, oh, this movie was made in like 1990. Yeah. And then they made a they made a movie reference. That I was like, whoa, that movie didn't come out yeah. for a while. That's like, exactly what it was. That movie did not come out 1990. I was like, oh, this is... Uh, <laughs> A little bit old, uh. So the dude was okay. Anyway, uh, before I re- else, what else would we say? Okay, basically, it's kind of like it's supposed to be. It's almost like a fairy tale kind of movie, right? So you got two, mm-hmm. uh, two uh, women from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, they're uh, I don't know how else to say it. They're stereotypes of black women, yep. yeah. Um, yeah. and they uh, want to have a better life. They want to have better men, so they fly to LA for a co- a $10,000 uh contest for, to be a dancer in Heavy D's music video. Uh, and uh they don't get that, but then they they stumble upon uh this very rich uh old man, uh his his nephew uh wants to pay them to pretend to be the granddaughter of this old man's like lost oh my love. God. <laughs> Uh, It sounds a little complicated, because it is. Um, Uh, And then that's the movie. (laughs) Great. We got that out. It is a comedy. It is a comedy. Um, All right. Initial thoughts. Um, Do you want me to start? Please. (laughs) You must. (laughs) All right. So here's what I'll say. I've never seen this film before. I heard about it, but I never saw, I never seen it. I never seen clips of it. Uh, I just never watched it. I, to be honest, have never really heard too many people like talking about how much they love this movie. Mm -hmm. Now, I know because of I Know Who listens to Our Podcast, we have to have people who love this movie, Mm -hmm. okay? And to those people, I say, um, great. (laughs) (laughs) To them, I say, hey, I'm with you. I understand you saw this movie. You were probably young. You had to be young. Mm-hmm. You You're probably you young. had to be young. Maybe you were. Maybe you were <laughs> in yeah. your teens. Maybe you were thirty years Anyone old. Anyone who liked this movie was a child. But I think <laughs> you were probably young. And you loved it because it was fun and silly and there were black references in it and you were like, This is cool. And you thought like, what would I do if like a rich old man like befriended me and like I didn't have to perform any sexual acts for him and he gave me money? Like that's a cool thing. You know what I mean? That is a cool thing. You know, that's like a fun dream kind of thing. Now, again, I'll be honest. I'm gonna be honest.
3: Be honest, brother. Please. I be first
2: honest. started watching this movie, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. I have to turn this off, and I did. And then I restarted it. And then when I watched it again, when I was like, I, I literally watched like the first 25 minutes and then stopped. And then I and I was like, you know what? I wasn't really paying attention. Let me go back and watch again. And then I did. And then when I was watching again, I was like, I get it. I get what's going on. It's funny. Yeah, maybe this joke is a little tacky. This joke's a little outdated. This joke's a little offensive. You know, this is a little corny, but I get what's happening. This is fun, blah, blah, blah. Robert Townsend made this maybe like right after he made... um well, what's that uh, Meteor Man Media, or, or no actually I no. thought it was before Meteor Man Apparently. I thought it was like uh, oh, no, <laughs> no. Well, it has to be after Meteor uh, Man though right no it definitely is it's after all of these but yeah. I thought he made it after um, the Hollywood Shuffle Hollywood Shuffle I was like okay maybe oh. this is his second film after Hollywood Shuffle we want to put some women in the lead we want to do a thing like a little satire you know blah 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 you know, it was made in the 90s. I get it. I get it. It's early 90s, blah, blah. <laughs> it's early 90s. So, I kind of like this. I, when it was over, I was like, I wasn't in love with it, but I liked it. I was like, this film is fun. It's cool. Then, I looked up the facts, and I saw that this movie was made in 1997. When I saw that fact, I was like, absolutely not. Huh. I'm sorry, but no. What? What is happening? These, do- like, what's, we have moved past this? it at this point. Okay. I think, personally, and now that's why I'm like, I, I read Roger Ebert's review of this movie, mm-hmm. and I think he was dead on. Mm-hmm. What, you,
3: what, you, what did he say?
2: I mean, he was basically like, this movie is, he was, like, he was like, this movie is terrible, I don't understand why anybody made it, and he also was like, I think that uh, there's a fine line in comedy between like satirical and offensive, and this this movie goes past the line, and it, yeah. it doesn't give any humanity to its characters, like the... It, do, it feels, like, mean-spirited in the way that it characterizes these women in the beginning. And then it, like, glamorizes them in the end and, like, makes them look a little bit... It's, like... Because, you know, like, at the end, like, Halle Berry is, like, wearing, like, a blonde, like, wig. And, like, they, I don't know if they have gold tooth in their.
0: Oh, right. Are they anymore. gone or they, then, they might then? be
3: gone. I didn't and, even notice that. Uh, well, I know she still has the blonde wig, but then the doctor the woman who wrote it now has one of those crazy hairstyles as she's mm-hmm. walking next to him. Right. So they like transformed her as right. well. Right.
2: <laughs> anyway, it's, the thing is, I, there are parts of this movie I really, I do enjoy. Uh, uh, but, there's something about the way, I, honestly, and and apparently, Troy uh, Beyer, the woman who wrote it, didn't like the final product. Huh. And she felt like Robert Townsend changed it a lot and like didn't, and, and didn't, like that that's what I read on Wikipedia I don't know if that's true that's mm-hmm. what I read on Wikipedia but it feels true to me because there was a part of me that was like I think if this, were, this movie was directed by a black woman mm-hmm. I think it would have been much better yeah. uh, and and that's not to say Robert Townsend's a bad director but there was a part of me that's like this, is, this wasn't in his wheelhouse and like one like I feel like this was like older comedy and this is like 97. It's like, dude, like did not update his, his comedic, like kind of sensibilities. And then also like, there were subtle messages in this movie that I felt I wasn't connecting with, with black women. Cause I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing, but there, there was like a part of me that was like, it was defending and I, and I, here's the thing we should defend black men in terms of like, they shouldn't have the stare. He had stereotypes for both black men and black women in the movie. Yeah. Um, but there was like this, there was this thing of like, they had to learn a lesson. Like the women, I don't know. It was weird. I guess the black men learned a lesson too. I don't know. I got, we got to
3: talk about it. You, you won't go. You won't want me go? Uh, please. Um, I hate this movie. Like I, I, I think I saw this when I was younger, but I remember i talked about it before. So like in my family, like I, we have mostly women in my family and, uh, 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 a lot of them are very well off and I remember I just remember them not letting my cousins watch it I remember mm. like the older women not being like my cousins waiting there and I remember them not being allowed to watch it I don't think I was or I'm not sure if I wanted to I just know they couldn't see it and I was like I wonder why because it's not anything like, like really graphic it's not a lot of cursing yeah, but I'm thinking in my head now really. I'm thinking in my head now did they not want these two young black girls to watch these stereotypes of black women um Cause I guess for me, I always have a hard time with movies that depict people of color from the hood without any type of remorse, any type of like feelings, any type of personality. And I think this movie didn't give them like, they I feel like they didn't have any depth to them at all. And I think they had spurts of it. Yeah. They kind of like, every now and then like, oh, I don't want to, this dude is nice. I don't want to like keep lying to him. But as far as what their actual goals were, and don't get me wrong, I do believe there are people who like, want to be a dancer, you know what I mean? But it's not just, but I, don't, I don't like stupid characters. I think that's my point. Yeah. I don't like characters that are just blatantly dumb. Like even in improv, right? I remember I feel like when you were taught us like, yo, if you're going to play a doctor, know how to do doctor shit, you know what I mean? Or at least make it up so like you seem professional, not just like, I'm a doctor, I don't know how to use a scalpel, or that shit. And this movie just felt offensive at every turn to me. Like it just really did. Like the woman who, first off, Halle Berry was Halle Berry at this point. Um, yes and that's the so, other thing that I was so, like oh
2: my god this is 97 like Halle Berry like she, she's a known commodity
3: yes so yeah. I don't I don't get the thing is I don't understand like even Troy I think something that's interesting because I know a lot of people give um, the Nick Cannon movie Love Don't Cost a Thing a lot of um, heat but she wrote and directed that movie which I thought was a fine whatever movie for teens mm-hmm. so I just don't get how Halle Berry became a part of this movie um, apparently she was going through a divorce at the time or oh like. from um, The Baseball Player
2: yeah, but like still, and that, like, and that this made her
0: feel good. And also, like Townsend is a, a name too. Like that would draw me
3: if See, I was I don't her. Know, I don't know if he was at this point because to me at this point he's the Parenthood dude. Not again. Not yeah. But I think Robert it's Robert like Townsend. respect. It's like yes. the, It's
2: like the oh, like a black director, yeah. like a comeback kind. But of But I thing.
3: guess my thing is I don't understand what the movie was trying to say because to me it just seemed mean. Yes. It just seemed like mean yeah, to black me women, and I really wish we could have. And the guys again, like we're gonna try to do this movie review properly, but, like, we, we, we really tried to get someone to come because it's just, I want to know what, like, a young black girl, especially someone who's a little bit older than us who watched this movie, what they thought about it. Because to me, it's like, this is the problem with how society views black women. They view them as, like, very sexualized, like, Holly Berry's in tight leather. I mean, she looks great, but she's in, like, very skimpy clothes throughout the whole time. Um, even her, her, her friend who's a little bit bigger is, like, obsessed with, like, Love, and like, the thing is, it's not even just love. She's obsessed with dudes with money. So at one point she goes, uh, the guy who has to marry me, like it's about the amount of money he has. Not Mm -hmm. about falling in love Mm -hmm. with that dude, but Mm -hmm. the money. Um, And then yeah, the, the black dudes they were dating like little pimps at first with long hair. I was like, What is this supposed to be? Hey, the dude literally had a perm. I was know? like, I don't get 97. Yeah, I was like, What, like, what are we <laughs> which, doing? Like,
2: which, like, what? Which, here's the thing do you understand? Like, in my head, I thought that this was a movie in 1990, and like, it's like the movie was made in 1990, and he has a perm, and he's like, I'm bringing the perm <laughs> back, and you're laughing because you're like, Dude, the perm's been gone for a decade. Yeah. this movie was made in '97.
3: Yeah yeah I don't get it like the thing is I don't per- get it it's
2: like somebody trying to bring back bell bottoms it's like what do you mean you're trying to bring yeah. that back that, that, it, that has been gone for so long that people don't even know what it is
3: anymore yeah I don't get it <laughs> like, I, I legitimately don't get it but again I did not enjoy to the
2: perm in 97
3: I enjoyed no parts of this movie like so much so that I cut this movie off I- I'm gonna be real like once we got to the end I'm pretty sure I fast forwarded to just see what was happening. Because it was just, it was just, it was just disgusting. Like, it was like, this movie felt like, who, one, who is it for? What are we saying? Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know what to talk about with this movie. I just like, this movie yeah. just sucks He ass. did
2: tweet, uh, he did, Robert Townsend did tweet, uh, do you want a BAPS too? He's, he asked everybody.
3: Yeah, got a, every, of, got a lot of hearts he in the Every loving hip hop actress was like, yeah, let's do it. You see Holly Berry ain't fucking like that photo. Well,
2: I mean, she did tweet it retweeted though. Did retweeted she? Retweeted it though.
3: Holly buried it? Yeah. Mm, let me go on, on IG right now. <laughs> James. Oh, I don't know about Instagram but Okay, well tweet, here's tweet here's text. here's what I have to say about
0: it. Is everything you guys just said is 1000% correct. Um I didn't see the movie when I was a kid, but I remember feeling that the movie was just bad, awful. Hmm. okay. I remember that from the I remember that feeling that way in the 90s. Okay. I had so much fun watching it. <laughs> I had so much fun watching it. Are and you I, serious? I did. I did. And here's the, and and I here's it. here's what's complicated about it is I started watching it after hearing you guys were somewhat responding to like, oh, I don't know how I feel about. it. Or I guess it was mostly Durant because because you hadn't seen it yet. Um, and I remember having that feeling about it, you know, back in the nineties. So and then it was so- it was something about. How after two scenes of seeing the black men being complete and total stereotypes, I was like, okay, well then I guess they don't care about that. So like, I guess like that's not the point. So then it was like, okay, let me watch and then just see. And I and I was like, okay, they're like they're like two very stereotypical women, like just in an insane situation. The situation was insane. So I was like, okay, fine, like. Here we are. Right. Um, I felt all the stuff that you guys are saying. Like I felt the like, man, this is complicated because I don't think this has a message to it. But it almost feels like maybe they, maybe they wanted one in there somewhere. But like, but I guess yeah. there isn't one, you know. Um, so I thought I, I found myself like being like, okay, cool. Like this is this is the movie that it was. Um, and then also uh, knowing that like Robert Townsend was like, hey, we want to do a Babs 2. It's like okay, I guess he feels like cuz i consider him a smart black voice right so like it's like if he doesn't see all of the, and it's nice to hear that the 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 writer was like oh i didn't like this and that's also why like mm-hmm. we don't hear like most of her lines and she's not really in the movie right um Uh, It's nice to hear that, and like maybe the movie was supposed to be something else, you know that. That I think is actually helpful to me. But in terms of like, I I think if like if people are out there and like find it funny, like it's not unfunny. It's just not necessarily, I don't think, good (laughs) to for us to see, like or to be out there for other people to see. You know, I don't know how people are gonna take a movie like this. Um, Damn, she did hard it. So yeah, she hard it. So that you know you know i i like agree with everything you everyone said and i think like you know i just think i found things about it to be funny like i yeah. loved like i love i i the the when i when i actually started actually liking it was mm-hmm. the the uh plane sequence <laughs> okay <laughs> so so oh. so, so cuz here's the thing cuz here's the thing cuz said something that i i, I agree with <laughs> i i was actually thinking this in my head like is she actually good, a good hairdresser? And I think the answer is yes. <laughs> like, I think the answer is she can't because she could make. Now, was that good hair? Who knows? Like, did I do I like that hairdo? But she wrote "booyah" in the back of Homegirls like you could read the words booyah and it was perfect the hair was perfectly fanned out like is that a good hairdo i don't know but she could do that like that's amazing um so so yeah so so yeah i understand this is gonna be rough going
3: this is gonna be a hard movie (laughs) so
2: uh yeah let's get it let's
3: get into it do we have to can we like Uh, okay we have to get into it. It's like, you know what it is, is that Halle Berry is so tricky. Like, Holly Berry, for instance, in, in, the, in the scale of famous black actresses, right? Mm-hmm. As far as women of color who are respected in Hollywood and who have won awards, it's very few. And that's if you combine black women, Latina women, Asian women. Like, I mean, we still only have one woman of color to have one best actress. Yeah. And that one woman is Holly Berry. And this is not not to say Halle Berry's a bad actress. To me, the interesting thing is is that Halle Berry has been in a a very unique position where like, she had crossed over in places that Angela Bassett could never do, right? We all know Angela Bassett. The fact that Angela Bassett has not had an Oscar win is insane because she's Angela Bassett. But what you realize, the world loves Halle Berry. So to see her make this kind of movie, I just don't... It's hard for my mind to get it. Because at this point, she was doing like, uh, what was that movie, Uh, uh, Losing Losing Isaiah? Isaiah. So like she was was trying. Like she was in it. You know what I'm saying? And she wasn't, was she the lead of Losing Isaiah? No, but she was the mom. Right.
0: She's like what, uh, like I haven't seen Losing Isaiah since the 90s, but she's what she remember from Losing Isaiah. She's the Viola Davis.
3: (laughs) You know how like Viola Davis in like um, Doubt has a very quick scene, but like like Holly Berry when she shows up is like, yo, she's a crackhead at first. She comes back. I'm ready. I'm clean.
2: She also done The Flintstones.
3: Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this, you know,
0: and it, it's interesting too, right? Because I because I agree. It's like, why do this? Why do this movie?
3: Because my thing is like, what in the script? And again, I would love to have read Troy's script because I'm feeling like if she's upset, was a lot changed? Like, were they stereotypes right. in her script? Because to me, these, you're not shining a positive light on women from the hood to me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. to me, this, the whole big thing that this reminds me of, and I, I'll let us get into the thing, is like, I had a big issue with everyone's love affair with Meghan Markle and this prince dude, right? It was like Mm -hmm. this black woman was like, found her prince charm and I'm like, hold up. First off, everyone's hyping that this black woman is like now being saved by some fucking prince. I was like, what the the fuck is that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, She don't need this dude saving. I remember seeing like, oh, and wait, the way people were writing it, like Mm -hmm. in articles where like, she's being saved, she's doing this. And I'm like, you don't need this, like one, she was on a hit show. That show been over like 10 fucking seasons. Like that woman don't need that white dude. And it was like such a hype thing. So to see this movie of women from the hood who like have stereotypical boyfriends who are black, who look like pimps, who can't afford to buy them um, alcohol. And then for that to go to like the suburban Beverly Hills type situation where they're being wine and dine. And then also because they come from a bad place, the society that they're in now looks down on them, explaining them. So they every time they get hype, every time they get loud. It's a problem, you know what I'm saying? You can't do this. I'm sorry, Heavy D. I'm sorry son such. I'm not leaving till you sing right now. The fact that to make this dude happy, this, they're like she goes in the kitchen and whips up fried chicken and like <laughs> yams. I'm like, "What the fuck is this shit, man?" Yes. And it's like <laughs> exactly what, what you're saying.
0: What the fuck is well, this shit?
3: Again, and to me it's
2: like it's so hard, but I'm like I'm I'm so sure of it because uh what do you call it? Uh in living color had been out maybe even canceled by this point yeah, yeah probably by, canceled by now is, yeah. yeah for sure right and, yeah. and so it's like, like all of these jokes all of these like easy kind of see. like sorry we call them easy today because they've been done so many times right, right? so but at this point they've been done so many times like mm-hmm. to make oh that's waiting to exhale that's the movie she referenced that I was like wait a minute wait oh, to exhale oh yeah <laughs> It was like, wow. I was like, wait a minute, wait (laughs) a (laughs) minute. I was like, oh damn, this is not ninety. This is not
3: 9090. And Love Cover had been on for three years. It ended in 1994. Yeah.
2: Okay, so it had been on for three years, but it's like you had the jokes about like like a white person like having to say like rap lyrics. And like and like the black like cause those here's the thing. It is funny. It's funny when a very well-spoken, almost British white person says rap lyrics like says like slang and you're like oh it's funny because there are two different ways of talking yeah and it's like him yeah. saying like he says on the real. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. and you're yeah. like, you're like, ha. Yeah. yeah, great. But it's like also a joke that's been made for centuries now. <laughs> no, literal centuries. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, and so centuries. for, yeah, centuries. for uh, hundreds and hundreds centuries. of centuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, so for them to like the jokes in this movie, you're just like, huh? All right, wait, hold on. Let me just. I I found the, uh, Troy uh, Bear, mm-hmm. Bear I think, or yeah, this is what she said about the film. I had written a film called Baps. When I saw the final cut, I was so devastated because I really believed that my words had not honestly made it onto the screen. Wow. The director was a writer-director himself, and it was the first time he had directed someone else's writing. He took the liberty of changing stuff as he shot the film. At the end of the day, when I saw the film, I hated it. I was really embarrassed, and it was too late for me to take my name off of the picture. Then I got killed by the critics, me, the writer. I just thought, I'm going to take the money from this awful experience and put it into my own film. I'm going to direct it and make sure my words make it to the screen. If the critics try to kill me now, there's nothing they can say that's going to hurt me because I know that I did my very best. Those are my words on screen and I stand by them. So I took the money from BAPS to make my movie. And she made a movie called uh, Let's Talk About Sex.
3: Yeah. Uh, which did good at Sundays, I think I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh. And then, of course, she wrote uh, Love Don't Cause a
2: Thing. But she doesn't talk
0: about, doesn't talk about like what original BAPS was.
3: Yeah. Because I'm
2: curious because, I mean, it's just it's just and it looks like Halle Berry the reason she did it was because of Robert Townsend. Really. Yeah, she just yeah. like trusted him cuz he yeah. was cuz at that point, even though it was like he was no longer super relevant, I think black people and still to this day like had like respect for him because he yeah, he, was. he was like a pioneer.
3: Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know?
2: And that's the thing that this movie felt like. I was like this is like a pioneer film, but like in 97 it's like at this point to me you I should. just felt like we've moved we've seen known this we've already seen this yeah and like at this point it's like you're in the mid 90s now you got a lot of black shows on television at this point you mm-hmm. have Family Matters you got Fresh Prince of Bel-Air you know Cosby Show like you got Y- you have um, yeah, there there. There. Um, <laughs> you know I think uh, I don't know if Girlfriends had started yet at this point Oh yeah, uh, Martin definitely probably had started by Least, now like real people you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, watching you yeah. know what I'm real you're people yeah. watching real people like we don't need to do just like stereotypes and the thing is if you're going to do a stereotype then it really does have to say something at this point yeah, yeah. so and that's my only thing but let's go through it because I do think the film wanted to say stuff at certain moments maybe but like I think a lot of the time it just wanted to be funny right So the beginning of this movie is them working They work they work at a restaurant and it's like I mean the camera just zooms in on their gold teeth. it's like <laughs> they they have absolutely like it's like an it's like I, I'm sure yes, you know what not to make fun of people because I'm sure there are people who look like that, but there was a way in which the film, wanted you oh, to know yeah, uh, it's hilarious that this person has a gold tooth look nail. at her teeth <laughs> you know what I mean
0: yeah, oh and she's a
2: waitress like she's l- a waitress look at her teeth look at her, look teeth, at, look at her fake nails hair. fake nails yeah yeah they like yeah it was like the first I yeah. think that was the first yeah, shot yeah, first shot, it's it's shot like is the nails the nails like
3: 7 inch long nails and my thing is I guess is very difficult again is like yes these people do exist but there's more to them than surface and this movie only painted only surface and it made to me it's only like only surface the movie made fun of them right Honestly, not because they were like super silly, but instantly just how they looked, right? How they looked, you know what I'm saying? And you know what's interesting? When I was watching this, I
2: actually thought to myself, "Well, maybe this is like a clueless, right? Like clueless makes fun of those types of people, <sighs> yeah, right? Like it's like it's like, and so that's the like comparison I was trying to make in my mind, like, like you know, like they're, they're making fun of like Valley Girls, but like you still like them, and people love that movie, and they don't feel, you know, and why is that? And then I was just like, well, because those people are places of like privilege and power and like yeah. they're yeah. rich like they like you can make fun of them but it's like yeah but they're living in mansions like I, yeah. <laughs> and, that was and, a window like, into
3: a different world and
2: in, in Clueless like she
0: has a moment of like of of thinking about what she's been putting out and sort of like questioning questioning it as well and then also but then also just owning herself you know what I mean? There's she, like, changes she has mo- she has she has moments of that and there was like I think it was I think it was the scene right before the plane scene that made me realize that this wasn't gonna be a clueless. It was when they were just like, oh, it's, uh, my mom always said, uh, you see something in threes, you just gotta do it. And then they just go, and it was like, what? I guess I kept comparing this
3: movie to, um, um, and it's not the same, to Waterboy. And it's only because, only because I was like, Waterboy, you can easily say Adam Sandler's making fun of people who may be mentally slow, right? Yeah. But I was like, man, there's certain parts in that movie where they show that Waterboy is more empathetic than everyone else around him. Waterboy is more caring than everybody else. Like Waterboy actually gives a shit. Like they made Waterboy important. Yeah. And to me, the only importance this black these black women had was that, oh, we need you guys to con this dude. And again, eventually, yes, they like him. Yeah. But like And they become and they and like
2: at the end of the film, by the end of the film, they are it's like they're good hearted people and like that's the yeah. and I think if like the film had any type yeah. of like internal message it was like at the end of the day all that matters is like are you a are you a good person at yeah. heart yeah. Yeah. yeah and
0: I do and that I mean I don't think that it's executed the most successfully but I do think that like the turning down of a $100,000 and then and then turning down again just $10,000 yeah. and then like wanting to tell him the truth not being able to tell him to his face all of that stuff was like okay at least there is that because they did they were in dire straits they didn't need that much they don't have any money now right yeah that was like they didn't cool. have, yeah they
2: were like we don't have a home right
0: but but i definitely don't think that it was right i, I don't think it, it was enough
3: it was just no they just had no whatever what well,
2: happens they're like eh. <laughs> here's the thing i could tell that hallie and Natalie were having fun. Oh in yeah. The movie. Oh, Hallie's. That they're is, acting the shit out that of. That is parts. what. That is what made the movie enjoyable. Like that's what. Like I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than you. And I think the reason that I did is because I could see that at least the actors were having fun and they were just like we're just being silly and this is silly and dumb and we're just having fun now and it was like cool to be like hey yeah like why don't like we should be able to like make fun of ourselves and like be silly and that kind of stuff, but. Knowing that this is a movie that you're putting out there <laughs> for the, for whole the world, world to, to see, <laughs> it's like, but but you can't just put out these stereotypes and be like, because then it kind of just comes out. To, it feels like you're just like, yeah, black people are like this and they are ridiculous. Because like even with the Water Boy, regardless of whether or not Adam Sandler should play a role like that in the movie, when people make fun of him. For being for being slow or yeah. being dumb, you're supposed to feel bad for yes. him and yeah. not like the people who are making fun of him. Yes, right. but in this movie, when they get made fun of, you're yeah. supposed to be like, "Yeah, they should be getting made yeah. fun of because they're ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, like they're doing stuff that's like ridiculous." Yeah. Your
3: point, like, thing is like, yeah, Paperboy. <laughs> I mean, Waterboy is like, yeah, he is more humanized. Where it's like, these people are stereotypes, and it's like, yeah, aren't these people stupid and silly? Like them, like, like them they, themselves. They are. They yeah. are
2: acting a fool like they're they are they're like doing the most because like so we have i mean i mean goodness we're the beginning of this film is just them it's like you there you meet their boyfriends who are also stereotypes right so insane
3: one the dude's two, got a the, perm
2: but uh,
0: but i have to say this i have to say this about this aj johnson can say anything and i will laugh so hard he is every single thing i've seen him in I have laughed at at everything he's ever said. And in this movie, I think he's in three scenes. And I swear to you, that his last scene when he's just talking to uh, Mickey about what she should have and what they don't have, I was dying. Where he's crying. And I was dying. Wait, was that
3: supposed to be a comedic scene? Yes, that's a comedic scene. I don't even scene. remember. Lily, I remember is in this scene is like two dudes hit on them. And the two dudes that hit on them can't afford to buy the Hurricanes, right? Yeah,
2: they look at they. They're like, yeah. I mean, this was funny. Like, I I liked like this moment of like, uh, you know, sixteen dollars for four dollars. drinks, and sixteen dollars like, for four drinks, and they look at the the <laughs> women, and the women are looking at them, and they're like looking at each other, and the bartender's just there, like, like he's done this before so many times, like, oh my god, and then they're <laughs> like, I mean, it's ladies' night, y'all got in for
1: free, <laughs> y'all got in for
2: free.
3: <laughs> Which and is they're real. like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, which is real. And the uh, boyfriends come up. And, oh and, a, and the bartender puts the drinks away, brings the drinks he's like, right no, back. they're good for it.
2: He's hit The look on his face is like, I do not want to do <laughs> and this like, again. No, no, no. They're, they're good for it. They're good for it. And he's like, all right, $16 even. And they're like, oh, they pat themselves yeah. down. Hey, and hey. then they look at the woman. I mean, his lady's not. <laughs> Y'all can buy us the drinks. Oh. Also, Face on Love. Of, I mean, Birdie Mac has a little moment in the beginning of this movie, yeah, yeah, which yeah. again, and for for 1990, I was like, oh yeah, also yeah. Bertie Mac. 1997, I was like, no, he give Bertie be- Mac more lines than that, hundred <laughs> percent. What, what you doing, giving him this little 100%. tiny role? But Face on Love, ha- he his, he has a nothing role in this. He has he has nothing yeah. to do with anything in the movie, but he nails this scene. <laughs> he nails this scene. He like he's talking to some woman, and he's like. I just want to say, like, there are a lot of girls in here, but I, I, I'm only looking at you. And as he's saying this, he's looking at every single woman that's walking past he, him. He doesn't every like, single, doesn't part. He, adju- he moves her to the side. My <laughs> buddy <one> <laughs> moves to the side, goes like this, and then he looks at one, and then he looks back at her, and he's like, "I went to school with her. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school with her." Like, uh, I, like he and he doesn't. And the thing that I, the, the reason that I love it so much is because unlike almost this entire movie he's playing it it's 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 a little over the top but he's playing it real
3: yeah right yeah, yeah.
2: like he's like you're like that's real because that he is.
3: realizes because the character realizes oh you, i just did was fucked up so let me explain it real quick <laughs> let me ex- like let me explain what's happening <laughs> <laughs>
2: what, what no,
3: no, no, hey, hey so i know i know that probably well. the was wild, only dude. one
0: he explains yes <laughs> <though. laughs> he's doing it blatantly the he's whole like, time he's like
3: no yeah like I, but only girl at it.
2: You're, you're the only girl I see and and like your name is etched in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> there Looking are so it. many comedians that have like one line in the movie. Yeah. What's that
3: sequence in the in the in the music store? That that scene is the only scene that made me laugh. Like, I mean I laughed at Face on Love, but I thought this scene was so well shot because the dude just kept moving away. It was, <laughs> like, so, <laughs> it was so perfect. <laughs> just like he's dancing. Just like when he stops to talk, I don't like it. Funny. But when he's that whole, and it goes on for so he's long, it was moving. like. Uh, yeah, that was, yes. that, was like, that was a good bit of physical comedy, Alex Thomas. But uh, That's funny. but uh, yeah. So then all of a sudden, you know, they, they finally get on the plane. They got the huge hair. Right. Also, let's just uh, once
2: again, <laughs> they're trying to win. A contest to be a dancer in a video to win ten thousand dollars for Heavy D. Ten thousand dollars was a lot of money, man. I mean, I know. Yeah, it is a lot. It, it is a lot of money, but I, it was just like it felt like such a random thing. Anyway, right. whatever. I mean, right. it was just to
3: get him there. And it's so funny when they're on the plane, and I know James, you love this part. I was yeah. like, she says, she says, "Do you think, do you think you overdid our hair?" She's like,
2: "No, no, I do not." I do not think that. And then but you lose pan- him out.
0: It pans up. And it's and like the most ridiculous Ridiculous hair. <laughs> the white dude in the seat next to her, she just keeps hitting him in the eye. And he's like, ah. and he keeps he's God, like very oh. softly reacting to it I think he's like
2: cursing under yeah, he's cursing ca- he's like oh, he's oh, <laughs> he's,
0: he's, oh but, but he's not saying anything to her he's no, he's just, <laughs> just, which actually, it actually made it funny that, that he was, was cursing so, yeah, under he was his a he was like, Wilson <laughs> walks over as the Deborah Wilson walks over as the flight attendant and just tries to calmly talk to her <laughs> and oh, she man, does she it so good. deadpan it was so but also oh. she
3: her character play, again man everyone else I feel like played it differently than Nate did. cause like even when she does this thing she's like yeah, you mind putting your hair down a little bit? It looks good, though. Do you mind, too? It's, you know, it's like, she says it so you calmly. Mind putting your hair down a little bit? <laughs> mind putting your down a little bit. It looks good. Uh, you know what I mean?
0: And then we just start hearing, I just thought this was so funny. We just start hearing my everyone in the in, in the in the plane just yelling about not being able to see. <laughs> oh, oh, my, money my, my, oh my money back for these headphones. Oh, my money back for these headphones. And then them. they just slowly sit down in their seats and everybody's like, oh, oh that's yeah, all right. I can see that. Yeah.
4: Oh, I Uh, loved,
0: I loved that scene. It was so, it was so dumb. It was was, just so dumb. I
2: I guess like this is a sketch movie. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, Okay. You know what? If you look at it like that. Okay. It's a sketch movie.
0: I did. I wrote, I wrote every single one of them down. I was like, and then now we're doing this sketch. And then now we're doing this sketch. You're right. And that's
2: what Robert Townsend does.
3: Yeah. You're right. He does the sketches. What's up folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earnin. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly. So why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm hmm. Download Earning Today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and trust member FDIC. This episode
4: is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips are made from real potatoes from real farms, and they're closer than you might think. Golden grows here on over 100 farms across North America, So whenever you open up a bag of Lay's, you can thank your farmers for making your Stay Golden moments possible. Lay's. Stay Golden. To learn more, head to (laughs) GoldenGrowshere.com. Thunderpants!
0: (laughs) What are you laughing at?
4: Laffy-taffy. They have a funny joke on every wrapper, and I love how fruity they are. Banana's my favorite. Want one?
0: Sure. Mmm so smooth and chewy
4: i like to eat them after school and after dinner and after whenever
0: you need a good lol
4: yeah so here's the joke what do clouds wear under their shorts
0: thunder that is good <laughs> <laughs> share a delicious laffy taffy moment with the people you love head to laffytaffy.com to shop now
4: this episode is brought to you by amazon prime Whatever you're into with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video. Discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into.
2: Okay, you know what? So this is a sketch movie. That said... That but, said, everything else is, we're saying. And here's the to. thing. Here's the thing about it too that I that maybe this is uh maybe this is blasphemy, but I I actually don't think Halle Berry is good in this movie. Oh, I don't know. I disagree. I, well, I think she's great in no, it. No, and here's the thing what? is that I just because I don't think she has that comedic thing that you need for a movie like this. Like hmm. it's not she's not nailing the comedy and. And I and it's oh. hard to tell because she's such a good actress like and when they have like the real moments you're like oh she's good at this like when she's like crying at the mm-hmm. end like I don't think a comedic actor would have been able to nail that like scene as well mm. as Halle Berry does cuz like this part of the scene was like I actually got slightly emotional, not at the de- not at the death scene actually, no, but got... at the will scene mm-hmm. where they're like reading mm-hmm. the will and like it was like an interesting choice. That's literally the end of the movie. But like there's an yeah. interesting choice like to like not have them, not hear what how much they're getting or whatever, right. but just to see their reactions. And like the reaction of the butler, like when the butler was like, when he hears that he's getting something and he's like, and like all the oh, other people are like, yeah, like clapping and really nice. I was like, oh, that that was mm, really touching. That was great. Yeah. But like, is there like I'm trying to think like I'm trying to think of moments where like Halle Berry was like doing a joke or whatever that I thought it was funny. And I, I don't so know if fo- that happened. It's, it right. was hard
3: for me because they were so stereotypical. It was hard for me to laugh at anything. Yeah, they did yeah. Because to me it was like, because all right. And, and I think it's different. So I know there's been a lot of talk about like comedy and how do we do comedy these days, but to me, like even in 1997, this movie was a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's <laughs> like,
3: so it's like it, it wasn't me watching it from like a 2019 eye. It's like no, the
2: critics th- in 97 yeah, like, thought yeah. it was a like problem. this was a
3: problem. <laughs> and the thing is now it's tricky because in 2019, I've been like keeping up with that whole the R Kelly documentary that came out, oh, and like yeah. people are, like, do we support black women? Are we laughing? Yeah. Like, what do we do? So to me, it's like I am now watching a movie that is strictly pointing like, poking fun at black women, mm-hmm. right? And the thing is, at no point in this movie, at least to me, did they give them any true skill or attribute that was, like, beneficial to no, them didn't. or anyone else they, around It was just
2: did. the soul food.
3: That's yeah, the only like that. thing
2: you could... Is like, yeah. Even though that was also a stereotype, it was, like, she cooks the soul... She's, like... And this is uh, Natalie's character, and she's, like, I'm going to make... Oh, this food... This is why you're freaking dying. Yeah, And they're, like... I'm going to make good this food and and they're like, "Well, that food's bad for you." She's like, "Not how I make it." Yeah. And also, it's like joy, like he needs to live, like like live for the and rest we of your do life. Do you
0: see that paying off for him like he does? Yeah, he comes answering. back and he's like But it is like mm-hmm. a weird but but mm-hmm. to Gerard's point, it is like a weird thing of like is it just like Black shit is making his white dude better. Like it's
2: like like that was, which is what it was. Which is right? what it was. Yeah, it because was, like, it was the black it's shit. like it's like the rap music was like he was into mm-hmm. and like. But I did like. I mean, to, to, to say The other side of it, I did like that he they play basketball. Actually, liked it. Like
0: it felt like that was his I did tr- like that. his truth and not like a. Sometimes it felt a little bit like he was fetishizing, but. Um, but it also kind of felt a little bit like his truth. I don't know. I mean, it's hard because I don't think that the movie actually had a message, so it feels
2: hard for me to try to say that it did. I think yeah, it's hard cause too because Natalie's yeah, character I did not
3: like at any point in the movie. Oh really? Like her? But character, did you like
2: her as an actor?
3: I think it, it. It's difficult for me to to again say whether they were good or bad mm-hmm. because they were so stereotypical. It's like mm-hmm. it was uncomfortable to watch. Right. Yeah. So I can't. It's hard because I can't be even, like it was funny because I was like oh, I don't want to laugh at that you know what mm-hmm. I mean like every time she was like screaming for and again when she was talking about love I'm like oh you know what maybe they're gonna make her like the sweet you know maybe because she's bigger she's having a hard time finding someone to love her for who she is I'm like no but this woman only wanted to do with money and yeah, she said yeah, it yeah. multiple times and I was like
2: I was actually really um... surprised when when uh, the the who's the dude Antonio or whatever the f- yeah the 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 you know the bad uh, Luigi yeah, 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 bad dude, yeah. Um, but, uh, Luigi Amadeo. Antonio was his character's name. Yeah, yeah. The, his name is yeah. So the character Antonio, when he was like hitting on her, and she all of a sudden was like super chaste and was like, "No, like I'm not gonna have sex until I'm married." And I was like, "Really? I,
0: I, it, yeah." It was it just like, like, a, like the fa- moment right before seemed like she was like, "I can't wait to get with
2: this guy." Like, yeah, like, it and then she was like, and then she was like, right was like, "Whoa!" He was like, "Whoa!" She was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like, like put a ring on my finger first. And I'm like, and I was just like, what? We've but, never understood this about your character, and then it doesn't. I don't know. It was a weird. It didn't feel consistent. Yeah, it, 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 but yeah. she she main she does maintain, she does maintain that, that, and we also
0: never really see her like yeah, trying to have sex with everybody. So. so that you know that. I don't know. I mean, it, it, seeing him come out and being like, also very like, I'm a lover. It was like, okay, well,
2: we don't need to see, right? Because he's supposed to be like Latino. Yet kinda, another right? stereotype. Yeah, and I guess uh, that's the hard
3: part is like stereotypes. I mean, and maybe you know, the positive is that they everybody was a stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I literally
0: wrote down everyone's
2: a stereotype. It's true. Everybody so then, is. Yeah. St- so even the white
3: it- people are a stereotype. Like the like the, br- br- like the son yeah. The are, butler are, is like
2: a freaking British dude, and the yeah. sun like he's like. Super soft yeah. and like trying to like um, also- Well the
0: moment I just wanted to say before we move on to the next thing, the moment that I did like from Allie Berry, and it was early on, and I guess it was actually kind of like a probably just them being like, How funny does she look? But there's a moment in the like beginning when she does like a there's like a smile that starts to creep up on her face, but it never becomes full. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what was going on in the moment. I can't remember why she was she was there. But I that moment was both funny to me and also Impactful, like I could, I could see her believing or feeling whatever the the moment was, mm. and that, and I think that was what keyed me into her acting. I was like, "Oh, I, I believe you as this this character," even though this character was like a yeah, water downstairs. That
3: movie was tough, man. I tell you this: when she got to the the dance, um, when they got when they finally landed, she said dancing, and she did the the other girl stretching, and she's like, "Oh." I was just going home, and I'm like, "All right, cool. Maybe she may you know. I was wondering maybe she's gonna be the dopest dancer of all time. That's right. what I thought the switch was gonna be, right. or she's gonna be horrible because it's a comedy. Yeah, but I thought she may have been like, like. Uh, but my thing
2: is, it was in the middle. It wasn't right. It wasn't so. I, again, to me, I was just like, it wasn't funny. It didn't. It it was. It was. You knew it was coming, and it wasn't funny. That's what I was like. Yeah, she's gonna dance bad, and then she was dancing bad, but it wasn't that bad. It was right. like. It was just like not great.
3: Yeah. Also, I guess I wanted and to see like, her dance right. against the. People. I wanted to see her dance. Yeah, I yeah. wanted Why to see, see. the thing
2: when they skipped.
0: When they completely skipped this, I was like, oh, so this has nothing to do with the movie. Like, yeah, I was like, this is just an excuse to get them to this side of town. I guess, yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then her like their hairs all like collapsed. Their hairs yeah. the best. They're they're completely
2: soaked in sweat. Yeah, and then the guy's like, oh, I think you'd be perfect for this thing. And you're like, oh, this dude is going to kidnap them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they go back to the house. White dude shows up. White dude shows up and
0: he's looking at them like, I, I've i captured the black
3: women. I mean, it that was weird. Was like, well, do you, you have that so weird racist bizarre.
2: joke of like, uh, how did you get past security? There's no begging allowed in, yeah. in yeah. Beverly Hills. And then he closes, I
3: hate when people be begging. Uh-huh. people be begging us for stuff all the time. Oh, no, yeah, like, all them crackheads be begging. Crackheads That's be begging. what they said. And I was like, man, what the fuck? Fuck! I was like, "This movie made me so mad, yo!" It's like when all the crackheads Uh, be begging. I'm like Robert
2: Townsend. What? Because my thing is, this is not 1990. But
0: then we get the explanation of why they're there, and we are maybe 15 minutes into this movie, and they're like, "Yep, we about to sit with." This is what you bait. This is the ticket you bought. We're about to sit with. Two black women pretending to be the long-lost granddaughter of this woman, who this man was maybe this man's house servant, like like. Yeah. And we're gonna see their coming of age. Like he's like,
2: <laughs> he loved he loved a black woman. Oh, you want me to play her? Not quite. He loved this black woman, but he he wasn't allowed to love her because she was black, and so then he had to he was forced to marry a white woman. I could. <laughs> He's forced to marry a white woman, and now uh, he's about to die. And so I'm thinking you can play her grandchild. I could not believe this. And she's like, (laughs) and they were like, literally, um, without skipping a beat, like, yeah, they clap. They applaud him. They applaud him, him, which you're like, okay. I was like, it's like, cool, we get it. You just want to get into this premise. Let's let's get into this movie. Zero prep. They go to dinner.
0: They're immediately at dinner.
2: I was like, zero prep? You like are, you're not gonna tell him a little bit about this woman, and then like immediately, there, he's like, she was like, yeah, what did uh, she tell you about me and stuff, uh-huh. and like he's like looking at her like. The trees, right? The trees. And then he's like, the oak tree. There were trees. (laughs) Yes, there were trees. (laughs) There were trees. Magnificent trees. (laughs) The oak tree. And she's like, yeah, the oak tree. Honestly, no. I really didn't like Halle Berry in this movie at all. Because here's the thing is that she was doing just this, and I know what that, The here's the thing. I actually, and I understand what you're saying about Natalie because they they were both, they both were playing similar characters. But there was a part of me that believed that, like, I was like, I can kind of see Natalie being a real person and then she's doing extra for, like, Comic mo- comedic moments, mm-hmm. but Halle Berry, I never bought, and maybe it's just because she's so like pretty, and because of like the mo- other movies I've seen her in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just never bought her as this like hood chick who like every time it doesn't I... even make sense. Like nothing, nothing about her character makes any sense in the movie. Every time they did, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. <laughs>
0: um, uh, but every time they did like a close up of her, like just listening to something or like <laughs> thinking that she wants to do something, I was like. That's
3: it. <laughs> no, my thing She's is doing yeah, it. she has a presence that on the she, screen. She definitely that's was undeniable. like she definitely was taking the acting, the real moments. It's just like the voice, the posture, like yeah. everything felt so put on. It is it was hard to like because even after this, so so um, next time like the the, the guy is finally he's talking to them, and I remember there was one scene that I hated is like them in the pool, right? So it's like Holly, the old oh, dude yeah. in the pool. Um, and then, like, the girls, the Natalie falls in the water, her hair gets wet. And, you know, the whole big thing, black women can't get their hair wet. But, like, it was a big deal. She storms off, and they never discuss... It never happens again. Why? She says she's like She
2: got her hair wet, but they don't explain what that means. What does it mean? Right. Why is it so important? What
0: does it mean? They also don't do... They don't do anything with it... They don't do anything with it comedically. Yeah. Like, it's just... It happens, and I guess... That's supposed
2: to be the funny thing, Oh, no, she got her hair wet. Well, which again, she would hate that. When we've talked about this before of like, because black audiences, especially at this point, are so thirsty to see black people on screen, mm-hmm. that just the acknowledgement, yeah. just like, oh, just a drop of acknowledgement of like there is a thing in the black culture that black women don't want to get their hair wet because they don't want to ruin their hair. Like just that acknowledgement is yeah. enough to satisfy black audiences,
0: yeah, it, it's true. I mean, like true. this is, but this it's is, only
2: because we're in a desert.
0: Yeah. this is a little bit more of a joke, but I remember just loving the part in house party when like the in the foreground, there's just a bag of sugar being poured into a Kool-Aid, but like yeah, the yeah, full, a full bag, the full bag. I remember that. It's just like, and it goes on for like a minute, like, like keep cutting back and we sort of see it. And that's more of a joke, right? Cause it's a full bag. Right. And it's like going on for so long, but I, but loving just seeing Kool-Aid on screen is, is, yeah. is, is yeah, amazing. There's
3: something about seeing things you relate to, but it's like, they didn't give these, there was no nuance. Right. There was like, and as she runs away, we never discuss it again. Uh, uh, and I am jumping around, so 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 stop me, whatever. But then like when uh Hallie and and, and Nally are in bed and they're talking, and then the Latin guy comes in and Nally like has this moment where she like leaves her best friend and like is flirting with this dude, but her best friend is right there sad, walks out. I'm like, all right, this is weird, because I feel like women be holding each other down, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is weird. And then they catch the guy stealing, and all of a sudden they turn into Mike Tyson, both of them. Oh which, yeah. Which I guess was funny. I don't Again, know. Yeah, this it would have been funny if this scene was executed
2: properly. Yeah. But there was it... so much error in this in this scene that I was just like, why are you all why are you taking so much time? and like now my suspension of disbelief is gone i don't mm-hmm. believe that a f- fully grown man is standing there waiting to get punched in the face Wait, mm-hmm. waiting. by two women
0: and there was something weird about the editing like we could tell that the punches didn't actually land yeah. <laughs> like not a single one actually landed no it was one of the... there was something so weird about the way that they shot it
2: i actually it actually is probably the worst scene in the movie yeah. because not only does that happen not only do you not believe that, that physically this could happen and then to me, it wasn't funny. And then on top of that, he gets caught. Mm. And then it's like, and then immediately it's like, don't worry, our plan can still work in front of everybody. Makes no and sense. you're like, Yo. huh? And no one addresses that. <laughs> ever, no one ever addresses that. Well, they do address it, but it's like, it's like of no
0: cons it's like they can't do anything about it. And Ugh. this feels like the thing that the movie is about, but we're at an hour in and there's another 30 minutes left and they pretty much just move on from that. Yeah, well, like they, his
3: actually plan is ruined which is like, else. what was his plan? Oh, remember, because this is so funny, the very next scene is, uh, the lawyer The lawyer, and she's like, oh, he's trying to discredit you say, saying you're insane because you took two black women off the street and took them into your house and like, they're trying to bleed you dry which I guess is a... And letting them steal from you yeah, and you were
2: incompetent. Yeah, so I, like, I
3: guess us. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's supposed to be a good plan. I don't get it. But also, like, I thought it was very weird because at the very next scene after that, it's like now they're partying. No, is this where they party at the house and he's like the roof is on fire, or did they go to that dinner where they see Pet um, Heavy D? The dinner's uh, earlier. The day, right? Yeah, the dinner's earlier. This is earlier? when they, this
0: is when they go out to to dance and the the yeah and the guy is like the roof is on fire. The roof fire. is on fire. I was like. Um, and that's because the roof is on fire. That's because okay. So I didn't like I uh, didn't like this scene of that,
2: but I did like the earlier scene. The phone call when he's scene? on the phone. I did
0: like the phone call. I scene. did like the phone. I like the
2: phone call? The phone call when scene, call scene is, when he calls the boyfriend and she's like, "Tell him." Oh, but yeah, I didn't like Ellie Barry in this scene. He, but I did like him.
0: Yeah, it's because it was like because it was a moment of they were able to kind of do two things, right? Like, they were able to do the, like, you tell blah, 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 right? They were doing that. Yes.
2: And then also doing the, like, and this is a British man saying yeah.
0: mm. for fasci- Sheezy or whatever he it, says. The thing
2: that it worked for me, because it's like, it is like a, at this point, it is a very hack joke kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. But the reason it worked for me was because I thought the guy who played the butler was playing it for, like, was playing it very real. He wasn't, like, trying to make fun of it but he was just like he was just like okay um uh <laughs> yeah uh mister he's she says like you know whatever i don't remember and the then like eyes. him <laughs> him
0: like hearing the conversation and he's and like, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm. all yes. of that was, oh that well, was, was nice quite,
2: yes she is biting her
0: lip right now yeah. Yes, but then the <laughs> second time but then in this in this in this dj sequence it yeah, was just like I, this we don't need no this. and that was over <laughs> the top and silly yeah, and was done weird We've seen I don't know this man this
3: movie, this movie like hurt me only because I was like this room won't end and there's no point it's only an hour and a half <laughs> yeah yeah it was only an hour and a half it only an hour and a half but that, that was yeah. what was
0: that was what was bizarre to me at this moment it was like we are an hour into the movie and the thing that seemed like the big thing about the movie has <clears> now <throat> been resolved somewhat like we are now moving <laughs> past this thing to also, yet another thing
3: <laughs> when the boyfriends come and they're like clean cut and stuff now I'm like but they still don't like he still ain't got no job. Like he's still like Right. And so so, like, so who was this. Was the, so this was the
0: thing that I that I think is hard about the movie. Because I don't think the movie has a message. But right? So the th- the thing that bothers you, Jira, about about her is that she wants somebody with money. Yeah. Right? But I think the thing that she actually wanted was for him to have an ambition, a dream. Like that's to, what Halle Berry wanted. To at least want. Something? Well, no,
3: Nat, Natalie Nat, only wanted, Natalie like, only
0: a, rich wanted a rich
3: dude. So to me, it's like when they came back and they were clean cut, I was like, but these niggas still ain't got no job. <laughs> but, well, then, the job. but then, but then, we, re- she, she wasn't only wa- even clean cut. Though. She only wanted a rich dude, but we
0: realized that the dude that she was with, like, was not only poor, was taking her out to
2: eat. And they would watch people.
0: That's the funniest. so she wants to do with money out. because
2: that was the funniest line. <laughs> I love of the movie. this. I love this the funniest this scene. line of the movie is him saying, "Even though I didn't like the fact that he had his hands over his face the whole time, Yo, I wanted but to even actually that, see him." That bothered me, but
0: then it was like it became even funnier because the scene just kept going. There were more things that he yeah. was doing. But wait, wait what was the
2: line? He he said. Uh, he was like, I know, because basically he was like, I know you deserve better. Like, I know you deserve like nicer clothes. Like, you shouldn't have to wear your Sunday best on Wednesday. I know that you shouldn't. That but, when you go to a restaurant, you shouldn't have to just watch other people eat. But, and, and like, but so the, here's the thing about it, right? Because because here's
0: the here's the weird thing about the movie is like, yes, she Hilarious. wanted somebody with money this whole Hilarious. time, but he was going, you should get this. You shouldn't get what I'm giving you. What but I'm it was like. You. We need something in between both of them. Like we don't need, like, don't go out to eat and watch somebody.
2: That's eat. wild. <laughs> That's so she crazy to go to restaurant and have to watch other people eat.
0: So it's like- the, the the level of like the level of like oh yeah this is this is the this is where we're at. Yeah. To where this is what you need. It was like no, like like then, but, for both then, dudes, it was like just want some, just want a little something else, just want a little me, something yeah, else. Again,
2: I know it's a comedy and I, it's almost like a sketch comedy, but like there's a part of me that's like, if you're gonna make this kind of thing, then like explain why these characters haven't done this stuff because right. it's not mm. because there's a part of it that's like I don't know what you're trying to say. Like, are you saying that? Like, maybe these—I know these words weren't like thrown around as much then. But like, are you saying that systemic racism has entrapped these black men so that they actually can't get ahead, even though they're trying? But the but the movie doesn't make it seem like that. In the beginning, they're just lazy bums. Yep, they're just bums who like aren't trying. Oh, they have a line. I mean, this is a joke, and it's a funny joke. But literally, she's like, she's like, she's like, man, y'all ain't got no jobs, and he's like. You know we've been thinking about putting in applications for months.
3: <laughs> I was like, "What?" He
2: says, you what? know we've been thinking about putting in applications. This is like the third scene of the movie, <laughs> it's so. You wild. know we've been thinking about putting in applications for months, and I was like, "That's a funny line of like these are trash dudes," but then we're supposed to care about them at the end, right? Not only care about them, we're supposed to be like, "Hey, Halle Berry." You got
3: somebody who loves you. Be with them. Yeah, we're supposed to care about business.
2: What does he do that shows?
3: (laughs) Literally, at the end of this movie, when they had this whole, they get the money and stuff, the only reason these dudes have a fleet of cars is because the women gave them money. Right. Right. Like, literally. And it's a bad business.
2: (laughs) It's 97. Talk about, goddamn. This is the other reason I thought it was 1990. Their business was pagers. Yeah, pages. Uh, Pages? page. Whatever the page, pager brother, doesn't no, matter. It was it like was something rides, but it was page like a fleet of cars. It was like Old limousine ca- pager car, pager car, like like page the car. I'm like 97, bro. Cell phones do exist, and you know pagers are on the way out, and you're gonna create a whole service based on pagers.
3: Hey, low key though, low key. Hear me out.
2: America Online has started a 97. Hear me out. Hear me Wait out minute, though.
3: But I think this plan. If they would have just talked to somebody who's a little bit smarter, it could have been a good plan. Okay. Because what this is, is just Uber. It is Uber. It's just Uber. They just did it wrong. Like you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Like you're saying, 1997, you're pages right. are out. But if they was up on it and had no, a better right. plan, this, this could have been, Uber. Uber. been they could have been Ubering. they could have yeah, been Ubering. If they understood
2: the internet, yeah. they could have been Uber. Uh though also Salon. <laughs> <It's> lot and <laughs> sulfur. What did uh, you what say?
3: Happened? The salon and soul food. Like, I don't even understand what the business was. The business. The business you can get a, a restaurant up front, and it's a
0: hair salon. What in the back. He, What were the things like? <laughs> you can get a so weave,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's a restaurant up what front. What were the rhymes? It was like you get a uh,
3: flip. What was it? Oh, I, I, I don't remember out. their rhymes. I think I zoned out. But you know, it was what, like though? a weave and a. And ch- I don't know. You know Damn what though? It. Yeah, what? I do kind of like the idea of like a salon and like a coffee shop though. Yeah you know okay, what I'm saying,
0: okay. Cause
3: I just started going to this barber shop. Um and man, yeah, you barbershop, come, that's you a very come. hipster thing to have barbershops and coffee shops. Yeah, man. Like barbershop. I like I just went to this place like oh by uh UCB East uh and it's like a barber shop, but they have like a little, you can get drinks, yeah. like your mm-hmm. lady can come, she can get yeah. her nails done. It's like a vibe, you know yeah. what I mean? So they were, the businesses had a it, maybe if they would have just tweaked it a little bit, they could have got something, right. but and, I, and whatever. I mean it's a comedy, but like I don't know. Let me let me I just feel like I need
2: to Yeah, I mean, is this done? <laughs> I think so I know I mean I guess uh, you're right Like we Did we just... get through the movie? That is the I end I'm just trying to think Is that something, just... 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 something you missed? Let me just Think something you missed Let me just think I've been trying to speak to this like... on purpose I did like that line because I did like that application slide that is a funny line <laughs> did... When he comes back I gotta say though when he comes back in with his haircut I was like you don't look that great <laughs> No I was no, like No he didn't Right? Like that haircut But he was didn't in a suit though He was in a suit but the haircut didn't look that good and 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 yeah, they they. But then they say like there are some things more important than money, and I was like, yeah, but like also you need a home, uh, <laughs> like you need a freaking home, uh, and then it, and then we find out that he knew it the whole time that the old man already knew that Lisa, uh, his love, lost love, Lisa, never had children.
3: He was a stalker. How you know that? There's
2: a part of me that thought the mm-hmm. lawyer was gonna be like. I'm Lisa. Same here. Yeah, I thought That's so what the entire I time. Too, but then I was like, "What would be the point of that?" <laughs> like, what? Like, or she was gonna be like, "I'm Lisa's daughter."
0: Daughter. Yeah, yeah.
2: And you're like, "That's Lisa's daughter." She's like, "I'm Lisa's daughter," and I never had no children.
3: <laughs> Why you say it like that?
2: Children.
3: Um. You yeah. Anything else we miss? No, that's it. And then he dies. Hey, man, I think Hollywood, and not only Hollywood, but just the world at large, needs to start giving black women a little bit more love, man. Like, for real, for, I know we talk about it on this podcast, but think about it, man. Think about this movie. Can you honestly say this movie puts black women in a good light? Can you honestly say this movie bigs them up the way they should be bigged up? Does this no. movie show I think how... I it
2: wanted to. I think it Ooh, did, but it didn't. Really? But it did. I think it... I think it yes, I think it truly wanted to. Mm-hmm. I Well, definitely the screenwriter
3: wanted it to. But see, to me, that that... In its, in its essence, it's part of the problem. Yeah. Like, uh, to me, it's like, you had this black woman write it, and again, like I guess she had no directing credits, so maybe they wouldn't let her direct it, but it's like, bruh, you're going to take this movie over, you got to listen, because there's nuances that you missed. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of times we Definitely. just like bypass, and I'm being very particular, so I'm not talking about women in general, I'm talking about, there's a thing that people do to black women that is like, either we just assume they're going to support everything, we just like, I feel like, like, everyone assumes they're fine. Like, and I keep thinking, and maybe this is a lot because I keep reading about this R. Kelly stuff. And I'm like, yeah, man, like, we know since we were kids R. Kelly was wild. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wild. But, like, again, someone brought up when I was watching the doc that the reason probably nothing ever happened is because it was happen- happening to black women. And black yeah. women are usually never defended. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been a white woman. Like, all hell would have broken. It was like, R. Kelly, i here hit peeing on white women. You know what I mean? But it was like a black girl. And it's like. And particularly by black men. Yes. Because black men are... are
2: Because, I mean, we've had it happen on our social media accounts where we where certain... Uh, very few black men criticize us for <laughs> defending black women because the perpetrator of the crime or whatever, assault against the black woman was a black man. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't matter if it's a black man who's assaulting a black woman. If he's a man assaulting a woman
3: then he needs to be called out. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. But that's but that's the culture that we live in. And the culture that we live in is like, we will defend almost anyone else before black women. And I think that's, for instance, right now we're talking about how cool it is to see, uh, we've been talking about how cool it is to see like uh, heroes of color, right? We have uh, one women that's coming out. We got like, we got Captain Marvel. What black woman superhero can we get on the screen? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like what's, Like, I don't even know one in my head that they can put on screen. Well, uh, Storm. Oh, right, Storm. Think we ever gonna get a Storm movie? No, because now we got to focus on Jean Gray again. It's like, it's like we yeah. it's just a thing of like that feels like there's no trust. It feels like into there's no a, trust.
0: A bird. A firebird. A phoenix? People like firebirds. We've already
3: seen it. We literally no, saw it in the last I one. I haven't
0: seen it enough. It's Give just a, me another Wolverine movie. <laughs> it's just a
3: thing. I just feel like we got to do something, man. And I think it's up. To, and I will say this. I think it's solely up to I think it's men should take on that cause. You know what I mean? I like Even as black men, like, if you're going to be Robert Townsend in 1997 and take this woman's script, then it's up to you to make sure that this woman's vision comes to light, not just yours. You yeah, know what I
0: mean? Or at least recognize... This is your Dear Hollywood. No, no. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> but at least recognize you know, the shit that you've been doing for years and years and years, and not you, the royal, you men, all men, right, for years and years and years, and be open and
3: receptive to the women and what they want. And yeah. you know. Because it's hard, because at the end of the day, it's like, I think it's easier to point things to be like, oh, a straight white dude has this issue, because it's, like, it's hard to be like, you're wrong, and I deal with this too, like, it's hard to be like, the look way, in the mirror. Yeah, it's hard to be like, oh, I said this joke, I didn't think it was that bad, why are you being offended? Right. And we black men, we do it too. You
2: know what I mean. It's very human to be defensive when somebody calls you out and says you did something that was messed up because you want to. Because you everybody wants to think of themselves as a good person, and you want to think, well, there X, Y, and Z is the reason that it happened. And it, if you didn't do this, or if I yeah. didn't, you know. And it it takes a lot of maturity to actually step back and go, oh, like. I was part of the problem. And that doesn't mean that I should be written off and that I right. should no longer get to you participate in so- society. Like, you know, hearkening back to a conversation that we had earlier, but like... Yeah, like a month ago. Like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it's like true. Like we, we should be able to grow. We should be able to make mistakes. But to, to grow from those mistakes, you have to recognize that those things are mistakes. You have to be like, hey, man, like, you know, I, I think... Any, just like personally I'm like I know I used to not think about uh, uh, I mean I would never catcall a woman on the street but like I remember when those conversations first started happening like five six years ago mm-hmm. and people were saying like like yeah stop telling women to smile or say hello blah, blah blah there was like a part of me that's like well I mean like you should be able to like talk to like just because you don't know them like you should be able to talk to them like and I wasn't thinking about the idea that like Especially in places like New York, like places that are super populated, there are women walking down, and like they don't know who you are, and so every man who t- starts talking to them, they know. Oh, this has the potential to go south if I don't give them enough uh, enough attention. If I don't like smile and like appease their ego or whatever, like I can say the wrong thing, and all of a sudden they're screaming at me, and I don't know who those men are. Exactly, I just know that as I walk down the street after six blocks, five men have tried to talk to me. Yeah, You know what I mean? And you're like, just being aware of that kind of thing and being like, oh, I didn't mean anything by it. Like I wasn't intending any harm, but I'm a part of the male race. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, you're you know, part of the problem. You're, so, yeah. Because you gotta learn. And to me, it's like, and I'm just bringing that up because I do think this movie had a chance to be good. It's just that Robert Townsend may not have been the person equipped to do it. Because there is something to the old guard of Again, like I think you said, like this, like this dude came from like old type of comedy where it was very misogynistic, where it was very homophobic. Right, you played into the stereotypes, yeah. like and that's like, what comedy was, and you can't do that. Like again, like Chris Rock, literally a month ago, was talking about how you can't do comedy, and I'm like, I don't think that's the case. I just think yeah, people can. are having a hard time because we're used to relying on jokes that nowadays in 2019 we see as lazy, like relying on a joke about, you know. Uh, uh, hood dudes and like them shooting each other like that's we've seen that for 30 years you're relying Mm -hmm. on old stereotypes that people
2: want to get rid of they don't want those stereotypes reinforced into our society anymore and so they're like therefore it's like stop making those types of jokes make new ones (laughs) (laughs) like
3: just make new jokes like in Hollywood I think we can make a movie where like uh, uh, I believe Janelle James uh, said it on our show Bass is like you can make a movie about a black woman where her issue has nothing to do with a man, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Where it's like her urgency has nothing to do with that dude. It could be her own thing, you know. Whether she's trying to start a business, whether like I think the the thing, and I kept thinking about Girl Trip while watching this movie. And I think the beauty of Girls Trip was is that Girls Trip was a movie about four women and how their friendship was going. It was solely that. Right. Like yeah, you had like you know yeah there are men involved because that's life there. yeah. But the sole purpose was is that they were trying to figure out even how they interacted with some of those dudes where this one was like they went from men they hated to taking care of this white dude and then it was like back to the other bum dudes again. So, whatever. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I know I said I laughed at some stuff. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm.
0: and I know I've also said that I agree with the points everyone was saying. Mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. That, you know, and I'm just, I have, a, I have just like a small pitch on how we could have potentially improved the movie. Right, right. So it's like so it's at the end, right? And we're and we're at the the pager car, has been is finally, in existence, and it's the part that we we pan over. Okay, we pan over and we see the the row of cars. There's all kinds of different cars. People mm-hmm. wearing different color suits. Right, they fly. We stop at one though, and it's like it's a pair of khakis. We're like, oh, okay, what's up with this? And then yeah, it pans up, see. and then we see two. Uh, blue and white striped shirt. We're like, okay, what is this? Oh, and then suddenly we're at the end of the dreadlocks and it's Ed. We see Ed from Good Burger, okay? It pans over and the car is the burger car, okay? You know, it's the burger car. He pays the burger okay they get in you know and dexter's in there too they're both in the car and they're like oh this is what I call fast food and you're like what and then the bats come over and they're like hey we're like we're like fancy rich now and then you know and then they they, they do the scene they do the shack scene again and they and they eat the burger and they're like you know what I, I need some tomato you know that yeah, I like tomato a burger and then and they, and they give them a tomato and then I and then I eat the burger. Are you Why? proud
3: of this? Like this is not good. <laughs> yeah,
0: then we just have we have good burger at the end of it. This is like it's like, not it's not like a good it just scene. becomes it becomes.
3: Are
2: you actually this happy or are you putting it on?
0: We need a reboot.
2: I know, but
3: this wasn't I'm a good setup. I'm not happy. All right. We
0: need a reboot.
3: This is not a good setup. I need
0: I need I need them back on screen together. Okay. Um, laughing and playing and hugging right, each right. other.
3: Sounds like you have a problem I right know. now.
0: Hugging uh, each other.
3: All right. So my right. uh,
2: uh
3: <laughs> wow, this was that was Ooh, that it's, was bad. Uh, it's time
2: for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we <laughs> like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Right?
4: Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price.
2: Go to your happy prize, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavors to ever flavor? Mmm. Snapple is ridiculously flavorful. And you can uncap a Snapple real fat with every bottle, like... Cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple. And grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house.
0: Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply.
1: So.
3: I don't know
2: if we think hey man this film helped the cause mm-hmm. give it a black fist okay. we think alright All right, I mean this film kinda helped the cause we give Uh-oh. it a white pop we're like hey man this film didn't help Uh-oh. the cause Uh-oh. we do not give
3: it anything Uh-oh. man this is scary <laughs> on the Uh-oh. count of
2: Trace uh-huh. I mean, what would you,
0: what'd you count do? Uh, you know, I need to know now <laughs> you're doing 3, two, one, two, three. are one, two, you two, three. speaking in French you said
2: Trace
0: you said Trace are you doing one. Is it Spanish? What do you say? Two. Sorry, started, started. He started.
2: <laughs> Trace. Two white palms and Gerard gave,
3: gave it nothing. I go first. I almost gave it nothing you. I know how you gave it nothing. I can tell you how I gave it nothing. How'd you give it nothing? Because you know what? The thing is, like, I understand this movie had Holly Berry. I understand this movie had um actress who played Natalie, directed by uh, Robert Townsend and written by Troy, but like I don't think it helped anybody. I don't think this movie helped Holly Berry. Obviously, the rest of the performance in this movie, and again, not seeing this movie led to it, but like they weren't starring in a bunch of stuff. Holly Berry wasn't starring in a bunch of stuff. Like it took a while before Troy got um uh uh what is it? Love don't Cost a thing. And then she didn't really direct big movies after that. Also, I think the mere fact that this black woman who wrote the movie felt almost robbed of the movie and took and literally. Like she said, and what John just read, like she took the blame for the movie, even though it was rewritten technically without her even knowing about it. You know what I mean? So I think this movie put a lot of things out into the to into the universe that wasn't good. I think like a black guy director who, yes, we all love, I think he, whatever happened, I think he wants to take advantage, but I don't think he listened to... The writer, the black woman writer. I think that Holly Berry and the actress who played Natalie played stereotypes of black women, with only, which only perpetuated these stereotypes in a bigger world because you had Holly Berry. So you had eyes on it. You didn't make these characters seem very leveled or nuanced. So you didn't make them seem like, oh, misunderstood. You just didn't do that. You played things, you made them a joke. You made them the butt of the joke. And I think that's very harmful. And I think at this time in the 90s, especially when at the 90s, like, this is when the WB is starting to take black people off the TV. This is when Fox is starting to take Mm -hmm. black people off the TV. This is when UPN is starting to change. It's like, these are the things that people see. And the fact that the movie didn't do well, it's like, you made us a joke and the movie bombed. So, fuck this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so, like, I think, I was like, man, screw this movie, man. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm done. Watch this is the podcast Robert Townsend actually here is not the ones we like his movie. Well, you know, um, shoot, uh, yeah. So uh, I that's agree true. He definitely didn't listen
0: to the end. I agree with uh, with what Gerard just said. I gave it a white palm though. I couldn't give it a fist, right? Even though it is a movie with a with a black director, black male director, black female writer. And it's popular. The whole movie is all black actors, with the exception of uh, with with only like two or three exceptions, three exceptions, something like that. Um, uh, but, but I couldn't give it a fist because of everything that Gerard just said. But I had to give it a palm because, like, a, a black woman wrote the movie, and like, yes, there was some disconnects with Robert Townsend, and that's unfortunate that that happened. But it is great that. A a major motion picture like this came out. All of the all of the supporting roles, all those comedians, they were they were the people that like had these kinds of roles that like popped and made you laugh uh, uh, every time every time they were on screen. So it was great that they had more opportunities to work with this movie. Um, and yeah, I mean, and I and I did enjoy I enjoyed the the acting of it. I thought it was really strong. And, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a
2: shame, it's a shame that the movie didn't knock it out of the park,
0: but, um, but I think it deserves a, at least a palm for that.
2: Yeah. I gave it a palm because, uh, Halle Berry did star in it. Natalie, uh, uh, Reed, um, also starred in it. And, um, you don't really get that too often. Let's be honest. You don't get too many films that star two black women, um, now it's a poem because I don't really think it helped their careers too much. Halle Berry, of course, uh, obviously survive quote unquote survives this. She goes on to lead other movies. Technically, this was her first like movie where she was like the lead lead. I think, mm. um, but uh, Natalie, I don't know if she her career didn't uh, necessarily pop after this. Though she is a working actor, and she was in like the show Eve. I know uh, for a couple right. seasons and. Um, and she did other movies and stuff, but uh I don't know if she ever got to lead a, a movie again um it, but you know that it is what it is that's hollywood uh i I don't think this movie helped um too many other people i think it it was another one of those movies that kind of like started making this i kind of this concept of black movies are uh not good quote unquote and I put that in that that category that like I uh, think yeah, sure. really hurt us. Uh um, you know, that being said, we should be able to fail, but like I do think this movie failed. So but <laughs> I do think this movie failed. No, it is a white palm. That's what I gave him. So yeah. Anyway, that's BAPS. Yep. Thank we, you guys for did, listening. We did that one. Uh, we did Babs. Uh, please follow us on on uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Black Men Podcast, blackmenpodcast.com. Go to our website. Click on the merch link. Get some merch. Yeah,
3: man. Helps Get those out. stickers.
2: And uh it's like they're nice stickers. Honestly, nice the merch is cool, man. It's cool, and they're they're nice shirts. They feel good. Uh and then also, uh, please, I believe, at this point. We definitely have Patreon going now yes, we definitely got Maybe. it going <laughs> <laughs> so go um, if, uh, if you want I think the patreon thing is going to be really cool like it, it's we're gonna give some bonus content there's some extra reviews that you'll have uh, some movies that we uh, won't cover on the, that we don't get to cover on the podcast that we'll get to cover in our patreon uh some a couple TV shows, some mailbag questions that are answered um, all of this you get for dollars a month which is really uh not that much in the grand scheme of things uh-uh. uh but it's really helps us out uh as really podcast and um and it gives you some extra content and 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 gives you those things that you guys have been asking for about we on it, we just can't do unless we have this kind of support uh so thank you so much for all the people who have signed up for it uh and and for those who haven't uh, yet please check it out even if you just do a trial month like just yeah, you on. know just try it out. Just try it out. Um, anyway, uh, you can follow me at John Braylock uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And that's all for me. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. James Third Comedy
0: at Com.
2: Third is 3RD.
3: Uh, yeah, I got, I got rid of my Twitter. So follow me on Instagram at Gerard Milligan.
2: Cool. And then I'll read a uh, review. Uh, this is by Jarrell Brown. He says, I'm so 2000 and late. <laughs> Found this by accident and binge <sighs> <Thank> listened <you. laughs> ever since. I feel like I'm rewatching the movies, listening to you all. Thank you. Can you please do lean on me? By the way, The Wiz is my top three too. Uh, oh, and this
3: is smart. He also put his Instagram handle at Brown 7 I'm going to say he put his government name out there. My man <laughs> my man's like, know who I am. Find me. She's me Christmas brother. Be safe. <laughs> all right
2: uh thank you guys so much for listening next week who knows what we're gonna have because we don't even know know. what day it is is, what's happening i
3: mean it's gonna be 2020 right
2: now (laughs) we could be in 2020 uh but uh we'll see you next week peace (coughs) hey there
4: congratulations you made it all the way through that episode wow we did not think you were gonna be able to do it It we barely could yeah anyway now that you did Michael and I have a pretty cool surprise for you. We are gonna get
1: high. What? Come on, what are you let's light up about? that
4: joint, baby, no, with Colin, our listeners. You, that is not what we do. Little Rondi is a podcast about books. What? It's not about getting stoned. I thought we. Were, I thought we had a special treat. You for don't pe- even smoke weed. You freak yeah, out. but and get I was paranoid. Gonna, I thought we had a special treat or surprise for the listeners who made it to the end of yeah, the episode. Yeah, we're gonna play them a clip from our show. Not how would we get uh, everybody high? That doesn't even make honestly, sense. Honestly, I didn't. I, I'm, I don't really listen to podcasts. I didn't, I didn't know if that they, true. I'm guessing they had the technology to do no, that. No, they yeah. don't. That's such a weird, no, Colin, we're not going to get anybody high. We're not getting high. Okay. I actually think that you shouldn't be promoting that on this podcast. Yeah. To okay, people fine. That. But if you want to get high at home, sure, do it, but we're not promoting I, it. Well, but... I, that's neither here nor there. We're going to play a clip from our podcast With Josh Sharp, so just listen and enjoy that. And get high. What? And with that in mind, we'd like to take the pressure off of us for a second and introduce you to the reader of today. He's a recent NYU dropout, and we know that means a recipe for success. Oh, yes, indeed. Dropping out of school and into our hearts, we have young novelist and self-proclaimed genius, Clint Dimples, for you. Enjoy.
1: Uh, Hello, my name is um, Clint Dimples, and um, this is a piece of short literature that I call The Story. There was once a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, Though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income, the girl was of a happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these, when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping. She said it's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help? The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate. Though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income, the girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these, when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help. The little girl nodded, and so the old man began there once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate though her parents who had invented the soda stream were murdered eight months before while leaving a papa john's pizza in bridgeport connecticut the girl was of a mostly happy sort her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms her grandfather a wiry man with a great beak of a nose had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles is everything all right he asked the girl I'm just having trouble sleeping, she said. It's hard sometimes. Yes, I know, said the grandfather. Maybe a story would help. The little girl nodded, and so the old man began. There was once a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal basic income. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only fading to melancholia on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the window made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles. Is everything all right? He asked the girl. I'm just having trouble sleeping. She said, it's hard sometimes. (laughs) I know how that is, said the grandfather with the trouble sleeping. Is that why you sleep on the roof? The little girl asked. Yes, that's why. That's why I sleep on the roof. I see. She said, and no other reason. He yelled. Okay, cool. Fine. Said the girl. Will you tell me a story? Said the old man, a story. Oh yeah, sure. Right. Story. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. And so the old man began. There once was a girl with deep brown hair who lived with her grandfather in a small cabin upstate, though her parents, who had been professors, died eight months before in an automobile accident while returning from an academic conference on the viability of the universal of a sick income. The girl was of a mostly happy sort, her optimism only failing to melancholy on nights such as these when the rain shuddering at the windows made her wish for her mother's arms. Her grandfather, a wiry man with a great beak of a nose, long, pointed and yellow, like a beak, this nose, like a big fucking beak. Her grandfather, the man, he just climbed the, had just climbed the old stairs to her attic bedroom when he heard her quiet sniffles is everything all right he asked the girl i'm just having trouble sleeping she said it's hard sometimes yes i know he said scratching at his big fucking beak nose maybe a story would help sure Grandpapa. but uh, what's happening to you whatever do you mean he asked your nose it's turned into a beak like that of a bird and sure enough it had the nose ossified into a large yellow beak "'Squawk,' said the grandfather, "'Squawk! Squawk!' as feathers, deep blue and red feathers, began to shoot out of his back. "'Squawk!' he said, "'Squawk!' "'Why, grandfather,' the little girl cried, "'you're turning into a bird! A real fucking bird with a giant fucking beak! It's amazing!' His feet now claws, he reached over and stood atop the girl's wrists. Then he flapped and flapped until he started to rise, over the bed, clutching the small girl beneath him, his great wings swatting at the walls. He tilted his feathered crown forward and burst, beak first, out of the large attic window. The girl hung below him as they made their way up, higher and higher, until the house was but a speck below them. She looked up. "'Thank you, Grandpapa. Thank you. Thank you for transforming into a big fucking bird and taking flight.' And then the old man let forth a mighty squawk, spread his wings wide, and the two soared off into the warm night air, floating and finally free. The end What a lovely story, said the little girl, but I must ask, was the grandpa in that story, the one who turned into a bird? Was he supposed to be you? me, the old man replied, <laughs> whatever you mean, I mean, said the little girl, that maybe it is you who wants to be a bird. I'm asking in part because I know you like to sleep on the roof. I told you about that already. I just do that because I like it. No other reason, he shouted. Well, sure, said the girl. But the way in which you, you know, chew my food up for me and our winter foods, our winter trips down south, it just all makes me think that maybe you want to be a bird for some reason, which, to be honest, is sort of a ridiculous notion given that you're a grown man. And so if you actually want to be a bird, well, I don't know. Maybe you're just uh, crazy. Okay, story time is over, said the old man. I'm turning off the lights now. It's time for bed. He pulled the chain on the lamp, and all was still. I know you have to use the ladder in my room to climb onto onto the roof, Grandpa, said the little girl. So you can turn the lights back on and and get it if you want. Okay, I'll turn them on just because I want to turn them on. How about that, said the old man, fumbling for the chain. There we go. They're on. The lights are on. Oh, and look, it's the ladder I need to get on the roof. You know, I better go up there to check on some of the tiles and the roofing and other things. Not to sleep, just to, you know, check it out. I just, you won't mind turning the lights off once I'm up there, you know, just in case I take a while. No, Grandpa, of course not. All right, he said, here I go, up the ladder to check on the tiles. Night-night, I'm almost to the top. Shutting the hatch behind him, the old man sat down on the roof, pulled his knees to his chest, then looked up to the sky and quietly sobbed. A pigeon landed on his shoulder, and the man gently scooped the bird in his palms and pulled it close. Not today, he whispered, snot running down his face. Maybe someday, but not today. The end. What a sad story, said the little girl. I feel sad for the man in that story who told that other story, the man who wanted to be a bird. Yes, the old man replied, but sometimes it is the sad stories that give us comfort, that remind us of how lucky we are to have what we have. Your parents left you with a great fortune, and uh, you should take solace in that. She nodded. Yes, but I still miss Mom and Pop. She paused. Grandpa, do you think they'll ever find who murdered my parents in front of that Papa John's Pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut? The grandfather thought for a moment. No, I'm almost certain they will not. He drew in a labored breath. I was very careful. The girl looked up at him. You are what? I said I was careful. He stood up over her bed. And what's more, I'm not like the old man in that story, pretending to be something he's not. It's time you know who I really am, little girl. I murdered your parents outside of that Papa John's Pizza in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The girl pulled back towards the wall. You what? Why would you do that? Because I wanted that Soda Stream money. And with them gone, now only you stand in my way. In one quick motion, he removed the knife from his sleeve and plunged it into the little girl's chest. He pulled her close to his face and whispered, Let me hear you squawk before you fly away, little bird. Let me hear you squawk. Stop, 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 the little girl shouted. I don't like it when the stories turn scary. I'm sorry if I gave you a fright, said the old man, catching himself. I just thought a little adventure story might take your mind off things. "'Yes, but a story about a man who tells a story of some other man who lies "'and yet another story is a way of revealing that he's murdered a little girl's parents "'when I'm here sad about my parents? "'What are you thinking, you old kook? "'And what was all that bird stuff?' "'You're right, you're right,' the old man replied, standing up from bed. "'I guess I just got away from myself.' "'He backed out of the room. night. it won't happen again.' "'He opened the bedroom door and tumbled into the dark, empty vacuum of space.' The house fell away from him and he slowly drifted, naked now to his boxer shorts, earth far off in the distance. A chorus of male voices, hundreds of them, came at him from every direction. You've done well, my good and favored son. Squawk, know that you are good and strong and that your cock is mighty and powerful. Squawk. And as he crossed into the black hole, his every atom splitting into more energy than powers our sun, his frozen form on the event horizon trapped for eternity was that of a man, arms spread wide and reaching for something greater. The end. I don't get it, said the little girl. Come to think of it, said the old man, me either. He gave her a kiss on the head. A nightingale landed on the windowsill. He pulled out an old Luger he'd stolen from a Nazi during the war, and then he shot the bird dead. The end. Forever
4: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm,